And a very pleasant good morning, everybody. As always, good to be back with you. This is the Marlins Rewind. And yesterday afternoon at Lone Depot Park in Miami, the Marlins came out of the All-Star break with a date with the Texas Rangers. The Marlins checked in with 43 wins and 48 losses. The Rangers at 41 and 49. Pablo Lopez went opposite of John Gray. The Marlins were certainly in desperate need of a little offense. Well, it was not the way that the Marlins wanted to come out of the All-Star break this afternoon. Their scoreless inning streak reaches 34. The franchise record was set back in 2013, 37 consecutive innings without scoring a run. That'll certainly be in danger tomorrow night in Pittsburgh. And the lack of offense has now led to nine games without a home run. That also ties a franchise record. Needless to say, the offense has been unable to get anything going of late. you got to go back to last Friday when the Marlins were hosting the Philadelphia Phillies. They got a couple in the second inning, and they have been skunked ever since. Texas wins this one, this single game between these two teams. The Rangers will come back in September for a doubleheader in the middle of one of their homestands. Uh, but as for this afternoon's ball game. The Rangers win it 8 to nothing. The Rangers score eight times on 11 hits, no errors, and eight men left on base. As for the Marlins, no runs, seven hits, no errors. They leave nine men on base. John Gray started for the Texas Rangers. Pablo Lopez did the same for the Marlins. Each of these two starters were on seven days of rest. The Marlins threatened in the first inning of this ballgame, and really it was one of the few threats uh, all afternoon long. Joey Wendell singled in the bottom of the first. He stole second. Wendell now, by the way, six of six stealing bases this season. Uh, he was at second base with nobody out. Uh, Garrett Cooper lifted a fly ball to right field. Wendell advanced to third. Uh, he was there with one out. Jorge Soler struck out. Jesus Aguilar walked. Brian Anderson lined out to second. And that was one of the biggest threats of the afternoon for the Marlins offensively. Uh, they couldn't cash in after the leadoff single by Joey Wendell in the first inning this afternoon. Pablo Lopez checked in with six wins and four losses. So, too, did John Gray. Both sides went quietly in the second. Pablo had to face five Rangers in the first. Got himself a double play ball in the second. Got a ground out uh, as well. Uh, third inning is when the scoring started in this ball game for the Texas Rangers. Leading off the third, Ezekiel Duran, who was replaced late in the lineup, uh, or he replaced, I should say, Charlie Culberson. Uh, Duran singled to lead off the third. Josh Smith flew out to left field. Marcus Simeon was hit by a pitch. The Rangers had runners at first and second in the third for Nathaniel Lowe. Duran's at second. Simeon is at first. One out, no score, top three. The pitch is lined. Left center field sinking fast. That's going to get down for a base hit. Duran's around third. He's going to score. Throw come in towards second. Going first to third is Marcus Simeon. The Rangers are on the board. They draw first blood. It's 1-0 here in the third. So low with an RBI single. The next man to bat was the catcher, Jonah Heim. Three infielders on the right side. It's 1-0 Texas in the third. The pitch is a ground ball back up the middle through the shift into center field. It's 2-0 Texas. Going first to third is low. An RBI single for Heim. Whoa. So an RBI single for Heim. Everybody was trading places. The Rangers had a 2-0 lead, and they were on the corner still with one out for Adolis Garcia. 3-2 pitch is swung on and hit over the bag at third. Anderson dives, but he's not going to have a play. Lowe's going to score. 
Anderson might have saved another run. It's an infield RBI single for Adolis Garcia. It's 3-0 Texas here in the third. So an RBI single for Adolis Garcia. Uh, Pablo was able to strike out Tavares for the second out of the inning and then got Cole Calhoun to fly out to left field to end the third. The side was retired, but not before the Rangers scored three runs on four hits. No Miami errors. The Rangers left two on base. And come to find out, that would be plenty for the Rangers here this afternoon. Uh, Pablo did back up that uh, rough third with a quick and easy top of the fourth, disposed of Hernandez, Duran, and Smith, but uh, he ran into more trouble in his final inning this afternoon in the fifth inning. He got Simeon in low for the first two outs of the fifth inning. There was nobody on in two out for Jonah Heim, who walked. And following Heim was Adolis Garcia, who did plenty of damage this afternoon at Lone Depot Park. Par seasons for two organizations. Here's a swing and a high fly ball hit pretty well deep to right field. Garcia's back, still going back. Gets turned around at the wall, and it's gone. Adolis Garcia. A two-run bomb. It's 5-0 Texas here in the fifth. And the Rangers would just keep pouring it on later in this ballgame. Lopez was done after five five runs all earned, five hits, five innings pitched, three walks, and six strikeouts. It was a rough afternoon for Pablo Lopez. Again, offensively, uh, Miami could not get a whole lot going. Uh, they left the man on in the third. John Gray really started to cruise after he had to work out of a little bit of trouble in the first. Uh, he had to work around a two-out single in the third inning. He pitched a one-two-three fourth. He walked the leadoff man, Jesus Sanchez, in the fifth. Rojas then bounced into a fielder's choice. Uh, Joey Wendell singled. There was two on and two out. Garrett Cooper struck out to end that threat in the fifth. And John Gray in his final inning of work this afternoon punched out Jorge Soler in the sixth, got Jesus Aguilar to ground out to short. Brian Anderson flew out to right field. John Gray works six innings in this ballgame this afternoon. Uh, no runs, four hits, two walks, and five strikeouts. That ERA for John Gray continues to plummet with another really fine outing here today. I mentioned Lopez worked five. Zach Pop worked a scoreless one-hit, one-strikeout sixth inning. Tommy Nance came on in the seventh, had to work around a leadoff double by Marcus Simeon. He did so successfully. He worked multiple innings this afternoon, ran into some more trouble in the eighth inning, allowed a leadoff single to Leody Tavares, uh, and then Cole Calhoun struck out, and then Nance allowed a RBI double to Hernandez, and the Texas Rangers took a 6 to nothing lead. Nance was done after two innings of work, pitched the seventh and the eighth. Uh, two innings, three hits, a run. It was earned, no walks, and three strikeouts for Tommy Nance. Matt Moore, the veteran left-hander, came on, and he uh, worked around a walk, two strikeouts, and a hit in a seventh inning uh, for the Rangers. Matt Bush came on in the eighth and uh, the veteran fired a perfect frame for Texas. We would go to the ninth inning. This was a 6 nothing ball game. Tanner Scott coming on to get a little work in for Donnie. Uh, he started the inning. Uh, Marcus Simeon uh, had himself a leadoff single. Uh, Simeon was followed by Nathaniel Lowe, who struck out. Jonah Heim walked. Uh, Leotis Garcia popped out the second. There was two on and two outs for Leotis Tavares, who doubled home a pair of runs. The Rangers tacked on two more against Scott in the ninth inning. An inning pitch, two runs, all earned two hits, a walk and two strikeouts for Tanner Scott. 
So he was touched up for a couple of runs. The Rangers finished this afternoon with eight runs on 11 hits. Uh, bottom of the ninth inning, Danny Santana came on for the Rangers. Uh, Miami threatened a little bit in the ninth. A leadoff single, uh, a one-out single by De La Cruz. There were two aboard uh, with one out, but Rojas bounced out to second. Uh, Ezekiel Duran made a fine diving stop at second there on Rojas in the ninth inning. It would have scored a run if that ball got by him. Uh, and then Jacob Stallings bounced out to short to end this ball game. The Rangers win it 8 to nothing. Eight runs, 11 hits, no errors. Eight men left on base for the Texas Rangers. For the Marlins, no runs, seven hits, no errors. Nine men left on base. Started at 113, finished at 419. Total game time, three hours and six minutes in front of 9,524 under the closed roof of Lone Depot Park this afternoon. Lopez is the losing pitcher. He falls to 6-5. and five. Gray is the winning pitcher. He improves to 7-4. and four. Again, uh, notes coming out of this ballgame this afternoon. The scoreless inning streak offensively for the Marlins reaches 34. The record is 37 back in 2013. And the Marlins have now gone nine games in total and nine games at home without a home run. The nine games without a home run, not at home, but just in general, uh, the last time the Marlins did hit a long ball was July 9th. The nine games without a home run, that does tie a franchise record. On the mound this afternoon, the Marlins struck out 12. That means that $300 will be donated to AutoNation's Drive Pink Initiative to fight against cancer. For every strikeout this season, $25 will be donated to the Drive Pink Initiative. Well, a really rough afternoon for the Marlins. The scoreless inning streak offensively hits 34. The franchise record is 37. Nine consecutive games without a home run. Uh, just, just a really tough go of it right now for the Marlins. And before we hear from Don Mattingly, let's pause for a quick commercial break. Back with you on Marlins Rewind. Let's hear from the skipper Don Mattingly after yesterday afternoon's ball game in Miami. Rangers win it 8 to nothing. Donnie, I know it feels like a little bit of a broken record. I'm sure you're frustrated having to keep answering questions about the offense, but, you know, 34 straight innings now with all the run, just what seems to continue to be the biggest challenge offensively? No, great question. I don't know if I have an answer to it. Um, you know, this is the same group of guys that was, you know, able to put runs up earlier in the year and, and show a different style, or not really a different style, but a little more hanging in there type type thing. Um, so obviously we're in a stretch. You're hoping that the three-day break was going to be something that we'd bounce back and come out of this with some energy, and and it would look a little different, but it hasn't. So um, you know we got to we got to keep going. We got to keep fighting. We got to know our guys are working as far as the coaches' staff uh, and everything we're trying to do to to get these guys going. So we're gonna we're gonna keep doing that. In the dugout throughout the course of the game, especially just knowing you know runs are kind of tough to come by right now, are you sensing when the guys maybe fall behind a couple runs any any sort of discouragement, or do you feel like there's still at least a good you know there's still a good feel in the dugout to know okay we can try and get ourselves back into this one? It's like I said the other day, it's hard to say you got a great feel in the dugout when you're not really getting anybody out there and you're not really getting a lot going. We had a, a few hits today. Um, but we weren't able to really sustain anything. So it's hard to say that, you know, guys are in there after 34 innings of not being able to put up a run, just being positive and, and all this energy that goes with it. Uh, that just hasn't happened. Uh, and hopefully, you know, once the, you know, the floodgates kind of open, now we get it on the other way, where all of a sudden the runs are coming easy, the at-bats are better, 
uh, things you know go in our direction. So again, I think there's nowhere to go but just keep fighting uh, and keep getting yourself ready to play. And then you talk about turning the page and all those things you talk about in this game. It's hard uh, to do, especially in times like this. You got you to move on. Um, so all the cliches are still there. Do you see the guys turning the page, kind of coming to the ballpark ready to? I mean, because time is running out to, I guess, for the front office to make you know make moves in order to you know before the deadline. Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, again, it's hard to sit there and say that you know guys are all upbeat and everything else and everything's going good. It's like during the stretch, it's gonna it's gonna look worse than it is. Uh, and so it, you know, it's hard to say. I got a bunch of guys that care or don't care. I guarantee you, guys don't want to struggle, um, no matter where they're at and what's going on. They they want to they want to do well. So that's the one thing you can you can always bet on. Are you seeing as because you mentioned you know the coaching staff you know putting game plans together? Is it then the execution maybe it just isn't there? Or? Well, we 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 do have a lot of the same guy. Right when you look at our offense, it's a lot of guys that we've built this to hit the ball to the ballpark, drive the ball. Uh, not a lot of guys that are going to be like continued high average uh, guys that get on base, guys that run. Or you know, we, have, we probably got five guys in our lineup that don't really run, don't really. It's more of kind of the same guy. It's power. It's hopefully you're driving the ball and. That's how you got to score. So we're kind of a stagnant club when you when you don't have Jazz and you don't have Bert. Uh, you know, we become kind of a stagnant club that sits and hopes that we hit a you know a home run or a double, a couple doubles. Hopefully, somebody walks and then you hit a double or a home run. That type of club. So th- it's the way we're built as far as power club. You know, when we went out and. You know, we weren't scoring runs last year, so it's like we're going to go get power and, and Avi and Soli and count on Aggie to hit some homers and Coop and the whole thing. So, you know, that's kind of the way we're built. We just we just haven't been able to, to kind of do that on a regular basis. I think it's what, like eight or nine games in a row without the homer, so that I guess would lend itself to... Right. Yeah, story. I mean, they both go hand in hand, right? So it's, again, I think we have a lot of the same guy in, in our lineup and you know, if we get a right-hand again, two lefties in our lineup, uh, you get a power righty that's got a good slider, and you get your hands full. And that guy, if he gets in a groove, then he's going to see the same guy over and over and over, and you pitch him almost the same way. Pablo, we know stretching back a couple starts, he's been <clears> working <throat> on some things mechanically, and then maybe at times hasn't really looked like himself. Just overall today, you know, what did you take away from Pablo's start, especially with this one kind of being tricky, him having to keep himself really on during the All-Star break to get ready for this one? Yeah, I thought pretty good. Uh, obviously, the home run, I thought the, the Garcia hits the opposite way. is It looked like a pretty good pitch. Mm-hmm. Uh, the other inning was kind of one of those that it's kind of going with the way we're going right now. I, I think he hits a, the guy hits a dribbler for a hit, mm-hmm. hits a guy, <clears throat> A guy hits one to the left side through the shift. You know, ball's not hit hard in a normal setting. It's a double play ball if you have any kind of regular defense going on. Um, so, and that inning kind of ends up being a three-run inning. So, you didn't really see a lot hit hard that inning. But, again, that's the way it's going right now. 
Um, was there any sort of possibility to maybe try and spark the offense with guys like Billy Hamilton and, and Luke Williams who have shown a willingness to try and steal a base and create havoc on, on the base pass to maybe try and get across a single run? Well, a single run wasn't going to do it today. Maybe that'll open the floodgates. But that you're right. Maybe it does open the floodgates. But, I mean, again, you went out and got guys. And so to if we're going to go anywhere, these guys are going to have to go. Right? It's it's not going to be – you know, Billy's going to play his part, and hopefully Luke's going to play his part. Uh, but the big boys got to go. If the big boys don't go, we're not going anywhere. Uh, I think we've shown we're going to pitch pretty well. Uh, we're going to hang in there on that side of it. Uh, if our big boys don't go, then we're not going anywhere. And that's really what's kind of the bottom line. And I know we can dance around all the other aspects of – is this guy doing okay? Is you know how the, how are our perimeter or peripheral guys doing? Um, yeah, we can we can talk about those guys all you want, but at the end of the day, the big boys got to show up and and they got to go, and uh, that's what's going to fuel us. Is it almost I guess frustrating because you know you see the career numbers they're able to put up, and it just seems like it's not quite there. Hoping these spurts, but it's. Yeah, that, that is, because you guys have heard me enough to, to always talk about water's going to reach its level. You feel like these guys are going to reach their level and that they're going to get hot and that by the end of the year it, it's going gonna, it's gonna to get where it has been traditionally. Um, so that part has been a little frustrating, and, and you did, I guess you'd never know when that thing gets tipped, right, where they don't reach that level. So... I don't, I don't think we're there. We're not. These guys aren't older. They're they're in they're in a good part of their career. They're you know it's not like they're in their late thirties or anything. And father time's whittling away. I think it's guys that are still in their primes and have you know have good bodies and are still capable. That was Donnie after the Marlins fall to the Rangers eight to nothing yesterday. The Marlins are now forty three and forty nine. The Rangers improved to forty two and 49. The uh, show has uh, moved on the road to Pittsburgh, where tonight at PNC Park, Braxton Garrett for the second time will take on the Pittsburgh Pirates. It's a 7.05 first pitch at PNC Park. That means we'll hit the air at 6.30 with Marlins on deck. And as always, we hope you find some time to join us at the Marlins Radio Network, driven by AutoNation.